Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning into the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Sit back and enjoy inspirational interviews with Christian fiction and nonfiction authors from around the world who are on fire for God and committed to using writing as a ministry tool. Feel free to follow our show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Christian Authors on Tour or like our Facebook page, the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. You are listening to the Christian Office on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. And what's wonderful about technology is that it's afternoon for us right now, but you may listen to it later on and it's good night or happy night or happy morning. It's depending on what time you listen to the podcast. That's what I love about technology. But we are so excited that whenever you're listening that you are tuned in. We thank you. It is Third Friday. My name is Lynn Pender, and listen, I have a amazing co-host, and it is Dr. Leroy McKenzie Jr. Dr. Leroy, how are you, sir? <laughs> stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> good afternoon, good afternoon, Miss Lynn, and and a happy New Year to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know, I know. Some of you who are listening, they're like, they still say Happy New Year. Yes, we take the entire month of January off, and because we need a rest, we worked hard last year. And so what this does is give us an opportunity to focus and to um, replenish and to rest and to come back in February strong. And so I believe that this is our, maybe our second broadcast um, for the new year, Leroy. I think this is our second broadcast. And so we're... Yeah, one at the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah, because we... Yeah, because we still do the first, the third, and the fifth Fridays of every month is when we do our Blog Talk Radio Show interviews. And so we're excited that you're tuned in. We have, um, you know, a, a plethora of authors. I mean, we're booked right now up until about May or April, maybe April or May, um, but we offer this opportunity as a free uh, blessing to not just members of Christian Authors on Tour, but any author, any author that is interested in having a online venue to showcase and market their books and the work that God has called them to do. And, you know, I'm really excited because this is Black History Month, and during this month of Black History Month, I made the decision to honor and celebrate the black men that I knew that were Christian authors. And so um, I can't go without today, without just publicly acknowledging my co-host today, who is 
Dr. Leroy McKenzie Jr., and he is actually the spotlight for the day for our Black History uh, Support and Author Challenge. Uh, we posted some information about him on our, our Facebook page, our uh, Twitter page. If you don't know about Dr. Leroy McKenzie Jr., listen, you better check him out. So, so, so Dr. Leroy McKenzie Jr., before we even get started in the interview, I want you to just tell our listening audience just a little bit about who you are and, and how they can get in contact with you because you're doing some amazing work, not just with your own books, but with supporting other authors as well. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you, Lynn. And I saw that. I was like, I was surpri- very surprised about it, too, because I didn't know about it at all. But, um, but yeah, it, it's it's been a honor, a pleasure to not only be a part of the Christian Authors on Tour, but to be a part of the, the blog, talk, radio show, and everything that you have uh, created, Lynn, that puts uh, Christian authors on uh, on the frontier of, of being able to um, talk about their mission, their messages, their, their motivation um, behind their ministry, uh, which are their, you know, which are our books uh, and everything like that. So uh, first, thank you for that. But um, as I said, I am an an entrepreneur. Uh, I am the author of now um, a total of of 10 books and working more on that. But also at the same time, I I assist aspiring authors as well as authors who are already established but may want to do more marketing more branding for their particular um their particular books as well as their their, their ministry uh, working with them in their capacity to be able to get give them the exposure that they need and want because as all of us know um having those platforms um is not readily available for us so doing that along with the christian authors on tour and then uh part of what i do as as lynn mentioned with which is the uh, author showcase that I do with the National Black Unity News. We we put um, we put authors uh, authors out there uh, that look like us, that tell stories that uh, that are about us, and that can acknowledge uh, the great things that we've done or the great stories that they tell um, to you know to others, to children, and all of those great things. So it's an honor and a pleasure to be a part of that and be a part of this and and a part of what I do to be able to um, create this kind of platform. So thank you, Lynn. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> thank you. Uh, you. You're always working. You're always out there. And so it's always exciting to hear, you know, how God has positioned, positioned you um, um, strategically, you know, to work with so many different authors. And so it's just a beautiful thing. So thank you. It's an honor um, to co-host with you. And that takes us right into, um, I call them the power couple. <laughs> I love it. I love it. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I'm so excited and I'm so so honored to have them on our broadcast as well. No, absolutely, absolutely. So for those that may not be familiar, but now you will become familiar with them, um, I'm going to just give you a, a brief bio of each of the uh, – they, they call themselves the Redmonds, which I love it. I love it. I love it. Meet the Redmonds. That's what I'm going to say, y'all. <laughs> so meet the Redmonds. The Redmonds. Um, and I'll introduce the ladies first, and that's Ms. Beverly Redmond is an assistant superintendent of public affairs for one of the largest school districts in the 
Pacific Northwest. Prior to this endeavor, uh, she served as a public relations professional, award-winning journalist, and consultant. Uh, she has traveled extensively as an MC with the Hope Foundation, speaking to audiences of 500 to 1,000 people. She is uh, most fulfilled when working to inspire uh, and empower others to achieve victory. I love that, inspire and empower. Um, among her favorite quotes are the words of the late uh, NBA superstar Kobe Bryant, Mr. Um, Mamba himself, I was blessed with talent, but I work hard as if I have none. Mm. Um, she has. She is also pleased to bring her experiences to new challenges as an award-winning author of the book, Finally, I Do Again. Uh, she continues her zeal of champion, championing the successes of her two adult uh, stepchildren, Kelsey and Noel. Uh, that's a little bit about Miss Beverly Redmond, but also her her husband, Mr. Mark. Uh, Redmond. He is an award-winning author of Revelations of a Real Man or Woman. Uh, since his debut in 2017, Mark and his wife, Beverly, have traveled extensively spreading their ministry of amputation, accountability, and authorship across the country to churches, conventions, libraries, and schools. They look forward to even greater success with their new book, Finally, I Do. Um, after serving an honorably in the United States Army Reserve for 10 years, Mark spent over 15 years teaching in Chicago public schools. He is currently an instructor at Malcolm X College, one of the city colleges of Chicago. Uh, his greatest passion besides writing uh, is being a devoted husband uh, to his wife, Beverly, and diligent father uh, to his adult children, Kelsey and Noel. So I would like to introduce uh, everyone to the Redmonds. Mr. and Mrs. Redmond, right. are you there? Thank you, thank you, Hello. Doctor. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yeah, so thank you for yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So we want to thank you all for uh, taking time out to join us today and just talk a little bit about um, the, the, your writing journey, your writing experiences, and, and those things that have brought you to this place that you are right now. And I usually try and start off um, my conversations with, with authors is by asking this question, and this is to both of you. What got you started in writing? Is this something that you've always wanted, had to do, you know, since you were little, or is it something that you kind of grew into to be able to do? Actually, doctor, uh, I'm going to give you the abbreviated answer, and that answer is absolutely not. <laughs> we had no aspirations of being authors, writers at all. Our journey kind of mm -hmm. started with uh, illness that I had. Uh, I am an amputee. I've been an amputee now for, what, seven, eight years? And um, I was really in a bad place, and I was just a malcontent, and I was fussy and grouchy and just all of the above. And my wife, which was then my girlfriend, decided to uh, tell me, well, why don't you just start journaling down some things and, you know, get some things off your chest. Maybe that will make you feel better. So I said, okay, I have nothing to lose. I'm sitting in the hospital and then sitting at home recuperating. So I began to write, and God just started moving the pen, and sentences became paragraphs, and paragraphs became chapters. And lo and behold, um, out of the tragedy of amputation, 
came the triumph of our first book, Revelation of a Real Man or Woman. And that just really chronicled my journey from amputation to marriage to authorship. And our new book, Finally I Do Again, is just a, I guess, a sequel to Revelation. And then we, we divulge into marriage and some of the things that we've learned as a married couple who, you know, is a little older. So we, we just chronicle some things. It's a very lighthearted book. Uh, some parts in there that will make you laugh, make you cry, make you look at your spouse sideways, and then maybe look at your spouse with a smile. So we give you the whole plethora of what it is to be married at an older age. Absolutely. I would add to that, in the process of writing, like Mark said, it was really a journaling exercise, but in terms of journaling, it would be on napkins, it would be on smaller pieces of paper, and I would find them around the house and just look at them and say, you know, I think we have something here. So Revelations of a Real Man or Woman, that was the genesis of our writing, but once we got done with that we said we think we have something else to share, and that is, as Mark said, what is it like to be married at age 45, him for the second time, me for the first time? What did we have to say about love and coming together under Christian purpose? Wow. I, I love that. I love that. I love that. Yes, you know, I I was sitting here. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Oh, oh, I, I said I was sitting here and I just have this big smile on my face as I hear the two of you talking, and it's just so refreshing. You know, we hear, we just hear so much about marriages that aren't, you know, making it, that aren't working, and so it's so wonderful to be able to hear, um, you know, couples that are talking about, you know, their successes and, 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 and then also being honest about some of their challenges too. And so I hope that you could talk a little bit about just some of the reader responses that you've um, had, you know, from some of the, the couples that you've um, that, that, that have read your book. And then I wondered also, do you do any type of marriage ministry um, um, as a result of your books? Uh, yes and yes. <laughs> both. Uh, both Mark and I are long, long generational students of the church. We've been, our parents raised us on the pew. Our first words were on the pew. So we have been Christians and been involved in church ministry for a long time. Mark is an I am the daughter of a bishop. And the two of us coming together really is, again, just the uniting of purpose and our histories. But in terms of what people have been saying about the book, they will say transparent, honest, humorous, uh, bringing some levity, bringing some of our own things. What you will learn that we're real people. We love sports. We love music. A lot of that is woven in quotes. Everything from gospel to rap to uh, coming back to various people who've inspired us, we pull from all of those things to come into this book. But I will say humbly that we are students of marriage, students. We do not have it sewn up. 
we'll be honest with you about what we've done well, what we've clubbed on, and how we've come back together on it. And the Lord has enabled us to go into a variety of arenas and most often churches to, to share our story. And that's where we generally find most of our success. If we are on this journey as a success, it's really more about ministry. But we've been able to meet other couples, other individuals, whether single, transitioning out of a marriage, through divorce or loss. So we've been able to greet a lot of people and travel the country virtually and in person when times were a little more healthy for us as a country. I would just like to piggyback off what of what Beverly said. I think one of the greatest attributes of writing with your spouse, especially if you have a a a spouse that is so deeply rooted in Christ, it can only enhance your walk with God. Um, I've never met anyone like my wife as far as just her her knowledge of the Bible. Uh, one of the things we used to do when we were dating, we still do it from time to time, we would have church hymn battles <laughs> to see who knew what hymn and <laughs> how many verses of the hymns that we knew. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> so we, we I, I, some of the chapters in our book, we have a chapter in the book called Space, the Final Frontier, and that is basically dealing with incorporating my wife's clothes into my closet. And just uh, it, the book is very, it, it has some poignant parts, but it's very lighthearted. It, it shows people that, hey, you can have fun in marriage. There are mm. some spiritual underpinnings, but really a lot of marriage it is not so much a spiritual battle. It is the combining of your lives. And yet mm. Christ is woven through that. You are human beings coming together. As much as Mark and I knew about church and about successful marriage, his parents had how many years together? 30. 30. My parents, uh, his parents were taken away from us early in their lives, but my parents are on to 52 years of marriage together. So we have that in our backs, in our, in our knapsack, so to speak. However, that does not mean you know exactly how to come together. Even Mark being married before, he wasn't married to me. So that was reestablishing how do you come together and how do you live. So a lot of the book is, it is a faith walk, but it is also very, very applicable and, and practical. Wow. Well, I totally, totally love this because I don't think that um, the positive um, marriages such as you all's uh, is talked about enough, is shown about enough. Uh, that narrative is not uh, put out here enough to me in society so that people don't have this negative um, connotation of what marriage is. I just, I love that. And I thank you all so much for doing what you, what you all do. And my question is this, <clears throat> what do you want the reader to come away with? Um, after they've read your book? What is it that you want them to take away? What is it that you want them to take action on after they've read your book? Well, one of the things we want readers to take away from reading our book is to know that despite your shortcomings, whether it be divorce, and, that, and we don't shy away from that topic at all, 
we have a couple of chapters devoted to that. Uh, one is called Blended, How to Blend uh, Children from a Previous Marriage into Your Current One. And my children love Beverly. Sometimes they'll, they'll, they'll want to speak to Beverly before speaking to me to get the response that they want from me. So it, it, it's, you know, despite whatever shortcomings uh, that you are faced with, if you put God in the forefront with just a tinge of relatability, you can overcome anything. And we're, we're a living testament. I am, again, like I said, I'm an amputee, but I am walking with more of a purpose now than I did when I had two good feet. That's, that's an amen right there, just knowing how God has, as we say, brought us from a mighty long way. The one thing that I would like individuals to know is that no matter where you are in your relationship, Again, everyone will be sitting here listening to us at a different space. Some will be wanting to get married. Some will have been married. Some could be widowers. But wherever you are in your walk or desire to have love in your life, God can take a perceived loss and turn it into wins. We have a chapter in the book that starts off the book called The X-Files, and it's really about dealing with ourselves and all of the previous baggage that we had and some misconceptions and thoughts that we had about marriage, perhaps about other people, and how God really helps you deal with you and move you out of the way so that you can be an open vessel for another relationship to come. And I will be transparent to say that both Mark and I probably were dating some other people before we found each other. And it was very important not to bring those other people into our relationship. So whatever your loss is, if you think God has taken something away from you and you're wondering if he can do better, you serve a God of limitless potential. He is not limited, and he can bring the person into your life, around you, surround you, be it friends, family, or that significant other, and take that loss and turn it into a W. Is that a compliment to me? Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) That is so beautiful. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That is so beautiful. And, you know, that that is such a... um, it's such a timely um, message with also February being Valentine's, you know, um, the month where we celebrate love, you know, and that is that was such an important um, message to share, and, and I love it. I just love it. So, listen, I want to make sure that our listening audience can, can actually reach out to you all if they want to invite you to speak, if they want to purchase copies of the book. Um, if they mm-hmm. just want to chat it up with you, how can they get in contact with you? Well, you can go to Redmond Projects, that's R-E-D-M-O-N-D, and then the word projects all together, redmondprojects.com, and you will be able to peruse our website, and you will find information on how to purchase our book. Also, you can contact us at 773-982-4300, and since, you know, God has blessed us to come out of this, 
pandemic somewhat. We will be hitting the road starting in April. We'll be in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, I know sometime in June we'll probably be in Atlanta, Georgia, but we are ready and willing to get our story of amputation, accountability, and authorship out to the masses. In whatever way the Lord provides, whether it's virtual or in person, and we certainly are looking forward to that in-person travel, but the beauty of Teams and Zoom and so many other things and blog radio, there are multitude of ways that have emerged now for us to reach other folks. So give us a call. Check out the website. As my husband said, on the website you can have, there's ordering information for both books, so you get a chance to experience from the beginning to finally I do again, checking out our books and ordering, and also let us know where we can meet you and how we can come to your church or to your area, and we're happy to come along. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, and um, you know, hopefully we are coming out of this, you know, uh, this pandemic. Uh, but I, I'd like to ask mm-hmm. you all this when it comes to um, being authors. Now, both of you have authored individual books. And you then came together to write this latest book or your latest book. Can you talk about that experience, um, writing individually, but then coming together and writing something together? What if you had a cup of coffee and a Danish, I could tell you some stories about writing with your spouse. It was rough. You know, I don't want I don't want to sugarcoat it and say, oh well, it was just an enjoyable experience and it was flowers blooming and rose petals and birds chirping. It was rough because we what, our, our two styles are different, very much so. And trying to get on the same page and get our timing mm. together as far as what time to write and when should we do this and how should we do that, what to edit, what to add. It was rough. We spent we spent a few nights, you know, back to back because we were mad at each other. <laughs> it it really was. I mean, we wrote during the onset of the pandemic. We were thinking, wow, isn't this going to be a great time for us to shut down and then we'll be able to hit the road right away? That was not the case. At the end, the pandemic has lasted longer, but that writing process. Uh, it will teach you a lot about yourself. It will teach you a lot about being dedicated. It will also teach you a lot about being selfless. There are some hours that you will have to write, whether you want to or not, because, and then we also are competitive, too. So how many pages do you have? No, I've got this much, you know. And, uh, and, and not to over-talk my life, but when, you, see, when, see, when uh-huh. you're married to a walking thesaurus, it does not make your job any easier. <laughs> no. I but from the, oh, I'm more plain spoken than my husband in terms of writing. That's He's one of the things. So there you go. There you go again. Equation. Really? Equation. Yes. There you go. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, it was growth process, but yes, we did have some moments where we were not at our finest, but it did result in us challenging each other to come up with something very beautiful. Yes, yes, very beautiful indeed. Wow. And so, you know, we have folks that listen from all over, all different backgrounds, you know, and and at different stages 
of in terms of writing. We have some that are, you know, aspiring writers, some who are seasoned writers. Can you speak to can you just share a word of wisdom? We're, we're, we're wrapping up. We only have a few minutes mm-hmm. before we close out. But can you just share some words of wisdom for that couple um, that might be thinking about traveling a similar writing journey as the two of you? I say talk about your process beforehand. There's The one thing that leads to arguments is just really – unspoken expectation that you have an idea of how things should go versus how your spouse should have an idea of things should go. I write better at night on a computer. My husband writes better handwriting things out on a pad and then going to the computer. And he had more daytime hours. But that doesn't mean that I wasn't being productive or that he wasn't being productive, but we had to talk that out. What's your timeline going to be? How long do you want your story to be? And where do you really want the book to go after? For some people, they're very academic, and just producing the book is enough for them. Others want to hit the road and tour. Have those conversations beforehand. The other tip I would say is patience. Writing is not an overnight thing. Yes, those paragraphs turn into pages, but give yourself about a good year to go through that writing process. Wow. And that is some good wisdom to end on. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Yes. And, and, and Dr. Yeah, Lee Gordon McKenzie, Jr., it's always a pleasure, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I enjoyed this. This is so refreshing, um, and it's wonderful. So go out, and certainly you want to pick up um, the the Redmond's uh, book and, and get that tutelage that you need, connect with them, and always have them come out, speak to your group, your churches, organizations. It's Trust me, I do believe it's well worth uh, the investment of, of having individuals like this that pour that positive energy into showing what marriage is, what marriage can be, and what marriage uh, is meant to be. So now, don't forget, we'll, we'll be making our way to Baltimore soon. I know that's right, and we'll be glad to have you. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed, indeed. And for our listening audience, we want to thank you for tuning in. We want to encourage you to support the Christian authors that you hear on the broadcast. Pray for them. Buy their books. Spread a word about who they are and just listen. We want you to remember to read the most important book of all, and that's the Holy Bible. We want you to open up that book. We want you to find the scripture, and we want you to hide it in your heart and live it. And until next time, everybody, God bless. God bless. <laughs>